Hello, and welcome to the Colorado Switchblades inaugural podcast debut. For those of you that may have just stumbled upon the Colorado Switchblade, we are a regional online magazine based out of Estes Park, Colorado. We cover local news, not only specific to Estes Park, but the whole front range. We also cover Colorado culture, music, literature, and the arts. And occasionally we have the deep dive investigative journalism piece. My name is Jason Van Tatenhove, and I live in Estes Park. Yes, I'm that aging guy with all the tattoos and the mohawk, and I'm usually wearing some 80s-era concert tee and some atrocious sweaters. But don't let my looks fool you. I'm a local novelist, journalist, and artist. I used to be a staff writer for the local newspaper in town, and I just released my first full-length novel at the end of last year. You may have even seen me recently on some national news coverage, including appearances on Hulu's documentary, Homegrown, from Standoff to Rebellion, ABC's Start Here podcast, and ABC's Nightline. A clip of me then made it on the Good Morning America last month when I was talking about the dangers of right-wing extremism and the militia movement. But part of what I've done for the past decade has been to write, illustrate, and create podcasts, very much like this one will be. My formula for the Colorado Switchblade podcast will be pretty simple and straightforward. I will recap the biggest local news stories in a digest. Then I will feature a story that we will take a deeper dive on. These deeper dives will usually include a guest with unique insights into that story. Now, I can't promise every week we'll have another guest, but I will try to include them as much as I can. A lot of these podcasts will be free for everyone to listen to, especially at first. However, some of them will eventually be located behind a paywall. This is just to help support myself and my family as I undertake these new media endeavors. I hope you enjoy not only my articles, but hopefully these new podcasts as well. Whether you're listening to them on the way into work or relaxing on a Sunday afternoon, the topics will be diverse and always in some way relate to Colorado culture. I'm actually waiting on the delivery of a new studio microphone, so this week's audio quality will be a little less than you can expect in future podcasts. But give me some time. I'll get it figured out and we'll get things going really well. In today's news roundup, we will be talking about the passing of storms. Not only the literal snowstorm and deep freeze we just experienced here across Colorado, but the signs pointing to the possible passing of the COVID storm. We'll be looking at declining COVID rates in the state of Colorado, Larimer County, and the county's decision to begin relaxing some of the mask protocols and mandates. So whether you're a kid or just a kid at heart, a lot of us had a snow day yesterday. While we didn't get nearly the snow that was predicted, really just a a few inches, we did get blistering cold and some awful driving conditions. As a matter of fact, yesterday, a portion of Moraine Avenue was closed after a three-vehicle crash at approximately 12.30 p.m., according to the Town of Estes Park's Facebook page. One driver swerved into oncoming traffic and subsequently struck two other vehicles. This individual received life-saving measures and was transported with critical injuries. 
The other two drivers sustained minor injuries. If you have any information on this accident, please contact Detective Morrow at 970-586-4000. On to our COVID news. I know many of us here in Esses Park have recently gotten COVID's Omicron. I know it ripped through my house about a month ago. We're all doing better, and thankfully, we were all vaccinated and only had fairly minor symptoms, much like a flu or cold. Uh, a bad one, but still, we were better in about a week and uh, have had our negative tests since then. But this Monday, uh, Lemmer County decided to end the mask requirements starting February 12th in light of improving COVID-19 conditions. They said that conditions are improving so much in Larimer County that health officials have announced that the ninth amended public health order requiring masks in public indoor spaces will expire on Saturday, February 12th. This timeline will allow for the Omicron wave to further retreat and give families and local businesses and schools time to prepare for the transition. Overall declining cases and hospitalizations, a high level of community immunity, the recent availability of additional layers of protection, such as free rapid at-home tests and high-quality masks, and increasing treatment options are the reasons health officials gave that they will no longer be requiring masks indoor in Lamar County. What we've learned from the Alpha, Delta, and Omicron is that each variant is very different, said Tom Gonzalez, Larimer County's public health director. While the use of face masks in crowded indoor settings has been an important mitigation measure over the past two years, Tom believes that it's the right time to end the requirements based on the positive trends we're seeing with the Omicron variant. Once the order expires, Gonzalez will continue to strongly recommend well-fitting, high-quality masks be worn in crowded indoor spaces to help curb outbreaks. Masks will be, continue to be an important in limiting transmission of the virus and protecting those who are immunocompromised. The good news to this is that cases and hospitalizations are declining. Case trends following the widespread Omicron surge are now declining. Larimer County's seven-day case rate has declined by over 38% since the peak on January 14, 2022, and the pace of that decline has accelerated. Overall hospitalization census is stable, and only 20% of those in the ICUs of Larimer County are COVID positive. During the Delta wave, more than 50% of the ICU was often made up of COVID patients. Compared to Delta and other prior variants, Omicron is less severe for all age groups and all vaccination statuses. Vaccinated and boosted individuals continue to experience the greatest reduction in the risk of hospitalization and death. We also have high levels of community immunity. The most recent modeling report from the Colorado School of Public Health estimates that 42% of all Coloradoans have been infected with Omicron, and that 78% of residents have Omicron-specific immunity due to either vaccination or recent infection. While infection from natural immunity may not last as long as that from vaccines, it will likely last for at least three months, providing a bridge to the warmer months of the year when COVID transmission is less of a risk. Masks have served as a bridge to higher rates of vaccination, especially in the face of the challenging Delta and Omicron variants, in addition to vaccine-related immunity. The unprecedented numbers of recent cases have substantially enhanced population immunity, says Gonzalez. 
additional layers of protection are available. On top of vaccines, additional layers of protection are increasingly available. The supply and availability of rapid testing has increased with free tests available through both federal and state sources. At-home rapid testing allows individuals to isolate quickly and avoid infecting others. High-quality filtration and well-fitting masks are also available with pickup locations throughout the county and by mail from the federal government. Additionally, the availability of effective treatment options such as monoclonal antibodies and oral medications is increasing. Now, locally, you can sign up to get some free KN95 masks from the library here in Estes Park. Um, I had hoped that they would be getting more in, but, you know, it, it's the government sending out free stuff, so it's, gonna, it's probably not going to work out so well at first. So, but what you can do, they don't have any in currently, um, you can go to the library's website, and at the top of the page there, there's a link where you can sign up to get on the list that as soon as they get more supply in, they will contact you and tell you how to pick it up. So the ninth amended public health order requiring masks in public indoor spaces will expire at exactly 11.59 p.m. on Friday, February 11th. The Lamarna County Department of Health and Environment asks residents to be kind and patient in local businesses and schools, some of which might choose to continue to require masks in their facilities. State or federal entities continue to require masks in the following settings. Shelters for people experiencing homelessness, prisons, jails, community corrections programs and facilities, emergency medical and other health care settings, including hospitals, ambulatory surgical centers, urgent care centers, clinics, doctor's office, and non-urgent care medical structures, as well as on public transit services. This Tuesday, April 5th, the town of Estes Park will hold a municipal election where voters will be asked to choose three trustees. According to the Town of Estes Park's Facebook post, the Town of Estes Park will hold a municipal election this year as a mail ballot only election for three seats on the Board of Trustees. Voters will determine who will occupy seats currently held by trustees Carly Bangs, Marie Senek, and Scott Webermeyer. Candidates for trustees as they appear on the ballot are Scott Webermeyer, Karen Randintis, John 29. Meissner, Kirby Nelson Hazelton, Marie J. Senek, and Kevin Beans. You can find biographies and official statements from the candidates that are posted on estes.org forward slash candidates. The League of Women Voters will hold a voter forum on March 10th at 7 p.m. for the trustee candidates. The forum will be held virtually and can be streamed live at estes.org forward slash videos. It will be recorded and can be viewed on the website at a later date as well. Mail ballots will be mailed to all active voters who live within town limits the week of March 14th. Voters who will not be home to receive a ballot may receive a ballot at a location other than the registered address by updating their voter registration at www.govotecolorado.com or by completing application for an absent voter mail ballot. Available at the Estes Park Town website. Some of the important dates that will be coming up is 
March 14th through March 18th, ballots will be mailed to all active registered voters. March 14th will be the last day for eligible electors to establish residency in the state of Colorado. You can register to vote at www.govotecolorado.com or at the county clerk office or town clerk office. And you can do that up to the day of the election. April 1st will be the last day to request an absentee mail ballot to be mailed. April 5th is Election Day. Town hall polls open at 7 a.m. through 7 p.m. Ballots must be received by 7 p.m. to be counted. April 26th will be the swearing-in of newly elected town trustees at the town board meeting. And for next week's show, we actually will be talking with candidate Kevin Beans. So hopefully you'll join us for that. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this kickoff introduction to the Colorado Switchblade podcast. Please join us every week as we go through some of the most important local news items here at SS Park and across Colorado. Uh, we'll be looking at different artists and writers and musicians and just kind of see where things go from here. We'll see how things uh are received by the listeners. So if you love this podcast, if you love the Colorado Switchblade, please help support it by going to www.coloradoswitchblade.com and joining with a paid subscription. Now, all the articles I put out, I always put up for free because I think it's important for local news outlets to provide information to local residents. Now, we will probably be having a sponsorship uh, type um, opportunity for business owners that would like to help support what we're doing here with a podcast. This will be just for the podcast. And I believe I'm going to do it on a model where we have one to three sponsors per month and that's it. Uh, we're also going to be looking at uh, that the businesses that we're working with really are doing things in an ethical way. So help us spread the word, coloradoswitchblade.com. I'm Jason Van Tatenhove and I'll talk with you next week. 